the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Kind of a strange day, strange week, strange month. (laughs) A lot of things going on. But if you look for uh, God's strategies and plans within it, you will be amazed. We're going to talk about those things on this uh, broadcast. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, and welcome to a topic that I've excited to share with you, and this is a topic that at least half of the listeners will agree fully with, and that is uh, the amazing power of God's women in San Diego County. At least half of you will go, amen, Brother Cass, amen, and the rest of you guys will go, yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) So we're going to talk about what God is doing in San Diego on the... uh, from the female's perspective, because, you know, who are the first ones to the tomb? I mean, I speak, think about these things. Uh, God has already, are always situated the women in pivotal places. And we're going to talk about that in this broadcast. And uh, the first few segments, I'm going to bring on a lady. In fact, she's on the phone line. Uh, her name is Susan Ringo. I'm going to bring her on. And, uh, and then the next segment, we're going to talk about uh, a glow San Diego and the powerhouse women there. And some of the leaders, of leaders are going to join me, and we're going to talk about uh, what God has been sharing in their hearts and ears, and that they're going to be delivering from their mouths in San Diego County and one with another. So uh, we're, we're going to be talking about those things as well. But first, I want to introduce you to uh, a powerhouse that I met uh, on a trolley towards San Diego, and her name is Susan Ringo. Hello, Susan. Hi. <laughs> Can you just tell from the voice that she's a no-nonsense person, right between the eyes and straight into the heart? Susan, uh, it's good to have you. And Susan does what she calls a street evangelism. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Can I brag on you, Susan, before we get into the actual interview? Do you mind? I'd rather you bla- brag on God. <laughs> well, you, you know it's going to go there very quickly anyway, because that's how you deal with this. Susan is one of the remarkable street evangelists uh, that goes out with talks with people who are actually the, kind of down and out. And, and she has a real heart for these people. And uh, Susan, I think uh, I understand you still have that sling on your arm, uh, but I saw you when, when you that sling was newly attached to your arm and, and when I was taking a trolley into San Diego, missed the first trolley, and I'm going, God, what are you doing? How come you're allowing me to miss a trolley? You know i got to get into San Diego for jury duty. And then I got the next uh, trolley from the stadium uh, trolley station and sat down in the seat across from me. I go, there's a lady with a sling on, and I say, you know, uh, I, I, I hope you feel better soon on this. I, I was just setting up to give her kind of a gospel presentation, and she goes, yes, praise the Lord. I'm believing that God's going to heal this, but also he has plans, and I want to be right in the thick of those things. Praise God. And I'm going, 
now I know why I was seated here. It was probably not for me to evangelize somebody else, <laughs> but for somebody yeah, to I believe in divine appointments. <laughs> I believe everything has a purpose, and we've got to look past ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. And when you told me about uh, what you, your heart cry, and uh, you're an East County uh, area. And, no, I'm uh, at City Heights. City Heights. So, okay. So, basically, one of your main areas for ministry is around the streets and uh the areas of City Heights. And the homeless. And, and exactly, the homeless. So why don't you, I know our, I've been bragging on you and many of the media that I've been communicating about this show because I knew that you'd, pardon the phraseology, but uh, Susan Ringo, I knew that you would bring it home. And I know where home is to you. It's heaven and uh, those who dwell therein. So tell us a little bit about you and how you became a street evangelist. Susan Ringo. Well, I had a very ugly childhood. I was raised by a mother that was a prostitute, alcoholic, put me up for adoption, abandoned me a bunch of times, married a man when I was seven that raped me until I was 15, but she didn't care because he paid the bills. And back in those days in the 50s, nobody talked about incest. So I was a very angry young child. And then I, once he died when I was 15, I felt free from that. But then my mother went back to prostituting, and I went to the streets. And um, I was very angry. And so I become, became a drug addict because I didn't want to feel anything. And, and sex scared me to death, so I had to be high. And uh, um, I went off from there to be a biker chick. I ran with Hell's Angels and the Axemen here in City Heights. And that's where I felt, felt like I fit in. But then what, the day I got saved, he took my drug addiction, and I walked away from the lifestyle. I had three hits on my life, but God kept me in a bubble. I stayed in the same neighborhood, but people didn't recognize me because I didn't act or walk like a biker anymore. And uh, God started opening new doors. I asked him why he allowed all those things to happen in my childhood. And he says, I'm going to use them. It took me a while to understand them. But now I look at everything with Romans eight twenty eight that all things work for the good yes. of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And there's so many homeless people out there that feel like they're too far gone for God. And, uh, you know, they go, oh, oh, they call me mama. They go, oh, mama, I'm too far gone. Oh, and I go, really, how many arrests did you have before you were 18? And they go, oh, I had eight. I had 12. I said, I had 26. Oh, the my, come on, to, Yeah, the police used to call my mother. And she'd say, I don't have any children, and hang up on them and leave me in jail. So I said, if God can pull me out of the mud, get me sober, make me whole and new, there's no far, no way you're too far gone for God. Oh, my. Oh, my. You know, the, the title of this, this entire uh, two-hour broadcast is uh, God's Powerful Women in Ministry in San Diego County. And I knew uh, meeting you helped me formulate what the topic was going to be of this show because— Though, you know, you, you kind of undercover in many ways. Uh, you're out where God can just whisper in your ear and say, that person over there, or this person over here. Yeah, and, and divine appointments. Divine appointments, just like God gave you a divine appointment to set me straight. <laughs> I appreciate I that. didn't set you straight. <laughs> we, just, we just talked. It was cool. <laughs> I'm just teasing you just a little bit there. <laughs> but it, where, where's, it, where's the church that you, you're attending? I go to the Rock Church, City Heights. Yes, in fact... But, but I, Pastor Miles was my son's pastor, youth pastor at Horizon in the 80s, and his assistant pastor was my pastor for... Um, I, I served under the um, the children's ministry, the Sunday school, at Horizon back in the 80s. So I feel like I've come back home. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, there's, you'd have to be under a rock to realize, to not to know that there, this 
coronavirus is causing a lot of anxiety in the world. And, you know, the people that are in their homes and things like that, they have a a place to go to kind of hide out and deal with things. But when you're on the street level, you may not even have time to think about things like that. It's just your next meal or... Yeah, you're already going through survival. Yeah, you're always already going to survival. How has the this virus... altered the manner in which you minister, or has it altered it at all? Well, I've been speaking on, um, wait a minute, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. Um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, yes. but of a, you know, a, 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 yeah. a peace, uh, peace and a sound mind. Yes, yes, yes. And we need to walk in those things, you know, and that overcomes what the enemy's trying to put on us. Yes. You know, one of the things that I've find, and we're going to talk about this in the next segment, Susan, you're going to stay with me for a couple more segments. I, I, sure. I, I'm trusting that. But one of the things that I'm finding is where the enemy has evil intentions, God twists it around so that it's actually used for good. And this is an opportunity, perhaps like uh, you, one would rarely have, to command the attention of other people that are looking around going, I don't know what in the world's going on, and I'm listening. And you can say, well, I have something to share with you. Have you met the one who's conquered sin and death and heals all manner of ailments? No, I haven't. Well, here he is. And you do that so well. So stay well, with me. for my heart. That's, I, that's my heart. exactly your heart. We're going to find out more what that looks like and sounds like, like through the heart and life and lifestyle of Susan Ringo when Susan and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And I am back. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the topic is just a delightful one. Uh, for this entire two hours, we're going to talk about God's powerhouse women in San Diego County and beyond because they spill over into other, probably other areas as well. We'll talk about that uh, when we get into future segments uh, talking about the Aglo San Diego uh, people as well. So, Susan, you know, I, I made a, a message uh, on my Facebook about uh, the, the show and the content, and I mentioned your name, and I go, eh, maybe people just won't know who that person is, but I'm, I get contacts back from people that are rock uh, uh, Rock City Heights uh, church people and other people around there go, we know her. She's Dynamo. And, they, of course, I said, well, I, I've only met her one time, but she is a Dynamo. But And you won't take the glory for that. You'll say, I'm a Dynamo because God, well. <laughs> God, God lit my fuse. <laughs> Isn't that right? God be the Dynamo. I He's know. the Dynamo. He He's the one I'm after. I know. I know. And everybody that knows you or has come to know you knows that. So you spend a lot of time ministering to the down and outers. Would you do you have a testimony or two of some people that whose lives were impacted by the Lord as you strolled on by? Well, yeah, I just um, I base my my evangelism with the homeless on um, Matthew twenty five thirty five through forty, when Jesus was talking to the disciples and he said, "When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you gave me clothes. When I was sick, you know, you came to me. When I was in prison, you visited me." And and the disciples said, "When do we do those things?" And he said, "When you did it for the least of mine, you did it for me." Well, the, the homeless out there are the least, and Why? that's what we need to. Co- they need to be made 
important. They need to know that they have, you know, I, I, I speak to every one of them, um, Jeremiah 1.5, that says, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I knew my plan for you. I mean, that blows me out of the water. And that's how important every single person on this planet is to God. Yes. You know, and one of the things, you know, I, I think there are a lot of listeners that are, can identify, at least with pieces of your story about your own personal life, and that is, why have such traumatic things happened to me? And the answer is, God wants to use you as an yes. illustration for other people who are going through that. Because well, you, Revelation yeah. twelve eleven says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. When you tell people what God's done in your life, it makes them real. It's not a tradition. It's not a ritual. It's a relationship. Yes. So would you, would you like to give an example or two without naming names? I'm not asking you to name names, but of some people that were down and out. And, and what percentage of the people with whom you speak are male and what percentage of them are female? Um, most of the ones I work with are male. Um, I have to be honest with you, a lot of the females are still into themselves, where the males are more into, you know, receiving people outside of themselves. Um, but I still love them. But I have, there's three females that were homeless, and uh, that I work with, you know, about seven, eight years ago, I got one into the, two of them went into the rescue mission, yes. and they're back now living in, in, in housing, and they're doing well. They're getting the psychiatric help that they need. They're getting medications, and they're being successful. And another one went to, I got her in Salvation Army, and she is now a manager at the thrift stores at Salvation Army. She has been for like seven, eight years now. And so they're all clean and sober, and I'm very proud of them. Oh, my, my, my. So walk me through when God tells you to go out and do street evangelism. Now you, you get up and you go out. Have you got one place or two places in particular where you... Were you frequent to do this, or do no, you, not really. wherever it's, it's he tells wherever you? Wherever God sends me. I mean, I, I had some people at my church a couple of times telling me, oh, Susan, you're supposed to go out and choose. And I go, I am and choose. Jesus is with me. <laughs> and I said, if I go out and choose, then it becomes planned. Yeah. When it becomes planned, then I find that I'm putting on a show. That's so good. And that's why you know. when, when we talked about what we were going to talk about, uh, you know. Yeah, we, I, well, I, was the, I was the head of the evangelism ministry in another church. Yes. And I would take them out to the park and I would show them what I was doing and stuff. But I felt that I couldn't be real like I usually was with them, with them um, because I was worried that they were, <clears> I was going to freak them out because they're going, oh, my God, <laughs> you had that many arrests. Oh, my God, you were a biker. You know, and I was worried about how they were going to take some of the things I was saying to them. And so I felt more that I was putting on a show. Yes. So I, I'd rather go out just by myself and the Lord. And that way I can, I can be real with people. You know, yes. and I tell people, I don't care how far, far gone you think you are. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things pass away, all things become new. And that's some things, all things become new. So your pro- the process that you do to witness with these people, obviously you're filled with the Word, there's no question about it, and filled with the Spirit as well. What a combination. But it sounds like... Uh, that you, when you go out, you just say, Holy Spirit, uh, how do you want me to approach this situation? And then you just listen and obey. Would that be accurate? Well, I just, I'm very bold. I've always been bold. Oh, no, I mean, really? 
<laughs> if, I see, <laughs> if I see someone limping or, or holding their arm or, or coughing or something, I walk up and I go, what's going on? Can I pray for you? And I lay hands on them, you know, and I pray for them right on the spot. And that opens the door for them to see that someone cares. Yes. And can you give any examples about uh, any healings that have happened as a result of this? Uh, uh, I, you know, one of the things my wife... <laughs> Every time I go in public with my wife, I think we're walking together, and all of a sudden she's missing, and I go, "Oh, she's over talking to this person over <laughs> over there." Like and, me. Yeah, that exactly. Like me. And she's you know got hands on the person, praying over them, and things like that. And, and I, even even if uh, the the healing is taking a little bit more time, they people know that you've reached out to them with compassion, and that's really one of the first steps in being able to receive all that God has for them. So uh, and can, see, you, that's, that's the world tells them that they have no value. Yes. You know, and, and even the people that are well off still feel that they have to earn things. Yes. You know, if we could earn it, why would Jesus have to come? That's a good point, Susan. It's you know, but I mean, it, it comes it comes down to this. Um, I was going to write a book that was called uh, Divine Appointments of the Salty Walk. And the intro to the book was going to be, have you ever been in a line and the line's not moving and you're running late for, an, for a, an appointment? And you start, you know, shifting your weight left and right, look at the front of the line. Why is it not moving? Oh, come on, come on, come on. And by the time <laughs> you get through the line, you're frustrated. And that frustration takes you through the rest of your day. And I tell people, ask yourself two questions. What is God keeping me from that if I'd been on time would not have been for my good? But now, who am I going to cross paths with that I wouldn't have a chance to, that I can make a difference in, them, in their life, or they're going to make a difference in my life? Oh, I love it. What, what that means is, are you willing to lay down your plan and be available to God's plan and to be aware of who God's put around you? So yes. often we're tuned out. Yes, oh, we are indeed. And, you know, the listening, our listening friends on this KPRZ station, many of them believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Some don't, but m- many of them do. And uh, one of the things that we need to realize is that God puts us in situations for us to be able to be used of Him. You know, it's, sometimes we get so complacent by just going to church and, okay, I've, I'm sitting through the sermon and I've done my obligation and I could go home and be whatever I want yeah, to be. But the I truth of the matter is, world. you can't, you can't, yeah, you, you can't was, stop it. You've got to be who, continually pray without had, ceasing. One time I had two doctor's appointments in, in uh, Hillcrest and I take buses. So I went up there and went to the first appointment and then I walked over and waited for the second appointment. They go, oh, I'm sorry, we tried to call you, we canceled. So I was kind of going, okay, God, I whatever, I walked up to the bus stop, and the, it was very cold and blistering. There's kind of crazy guys sitting there. And there's this elderly lady standing behind the, bu- the, the bus bench, and she was kind of shivering. So I went ne- and sat down next to the crazy guy, and I motioned for her to come over and sit next to me on the other side so she feels safe. And um, she said, oh, thank you. I just got back from the eye doctor, and they just I can't see anything. My eyes are really bad right now, and I've, I've got to get on the 11 bus. And I go, well, that's the, that's, this is the 11 bus right here. Oh, so you know, tell me where you're going. And she goes, I'm going downtown. I go, honey, this bus is going uptown. You would have been getting on the wrong bus. So I walked her around the corner. And actually, I got on that bus, and I, God said, get back off. And I got back off, and I went back over. I said, I've got the rest of the day free. Oh Let my. me make sure you get home. And oh I my. walked her around the corner and got on the right bus, took her down there. And I, I said, she told me she didn't have any family, that she was alone. So I gave her my address and my telephone number, and I said, let's get together once a month and go out and have lunch. My, my. So, 
she wrote me a letter, and it was like a two-page letter, and in there it said, have you ever watched, you know, um, I always forget the name of the show, but it, it was... Uh, um, well, it was it was programmed back back in the in the nineties about uh, um, he would have a have a a job from God each month to do and he was like a, a cowboy yes. and and anyway dirty um, jobs was it dirty jobs no I think it was um, I can't remember it anyway. was the guy that used to, the guy that used to be oh, I can't even I got problems with names sometimes but anyway um she mentioned his name in the t- in the name of the show and she said do you think maybe I was your job that day and then she put some parentheses she goes not that I'm that important oh. I wrote her a three page letter with scripture talking about just how important she is yes. and for like a year and a half once a month we got together and went out and had lunch until she passed away. I would have missed her if that appointment hadn't been canceled. That is so true. That is so You know what? We've got another segment. I, I'm trusting that you're going to stay okay. with me for this next segment. What I'd like for okay. you to do, we're going to change the, the rules a little bit here, Susan Ringo. And I'm going to have, you know, you're, 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 you're armed and dangerous in, in, from a spiritual standpoint. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm going to have you join me in this, la- this last segment that we spend together, and I'm going to have you actually minister to our listeners. I want you, in, during the commercial break, I want you talking to the Holy Spirit and ask him what, what, who is listening, and I want you to get a sense of how to minister to these people, and I'll just be along for the ride in this next segment. Is that okay? Okay, I wasn't prepared for that, <laughs> of course. but okay. <laughs> well, okay, that's, that's how God, you see, here's the deal. You, you are so filled with it in a very positive way that Holy Spirit can say, this is just like going out on the street. Holy Spirit say, says, talk to that person. I hadn't planned on that. Well, we're, we're going to give you an opportunity to uh, just minister powerfully under God's tutelage in this last segment. Don't be concerned, because we'll, you and I will walk through this thing. But I'm God, let God talk. <laughs> there, there you go. My listening friend, can you believe this? Are you ready to hear God talk through the heart and mind and obedience of Susan Ringo? Well, then you can't. Uh, just fritter away, you have to stay close because we will be <laughs> we're going to be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210 K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. Well, I'm smiling on the inside and smiling on the outside. Sometimes when you meet people, they just impact you. And I've just introduced you to one. Her name is Susan Ringo. She is a street evangelist and she's a gal after God's own heart, no question about it. Susan, good to have you back with me for this uh, segment <clears throat> and we teased for having the, me. Hey, it's a pleasure we teased the people before the break that i was going to give you a lot of latitude here on this segment because you know a lot of the listeners there are different levels of relationship with the lord uh they're in maybe different levels with relationship with other people they may even be at different levels of relationship of themselves with themselves you know they may not even know exactly who they are or what they're called to do so let's just you and I <clears throat> we'll briefly pray here, and then I'm going to allow you to, wh- whatever Holy Spirit tells you, to communicate with our listening friends. Um, and y- you have total freedom. So, Heavenly Father, 
I'm just so honored to have Susan Ringo with me, and we, we are fellow laborers in this field. And uh, she's a woman after your own heart. There's no question about it. And I ask that you give her just real wisdom and knowledge. And the people that are listening to this broadcast now, even in the podcasts later when it's rebroadcast, uh, there are needs out there. And I know that you've given her a heart of sensitivity. So uh, bless her. And what do you suspect, Susan, is going on in your heart right now? And any any burning message or thought that you want to share with our listeners? And you, you may just call out one person in particular and will speak specifically to them or a group of people. What do you think? What, where's your heart right now, Susan Ringo? Where, where, I, where I'm at right now is I, I'm, I'm really centered on our um, city leaders. Okay. Um, that they get away from themselves and get back to their real purpose for being here, and that's the people. Um, but also, I really want to speak to all Christians that it's time for us to get out of our comfort zone. It's time for us to look past ourselves and really realize why we're really here. And it's not about us. That we need to really understand that God has a purpose every single day, and how often do we miss it? Because we're not paying attention to others. Yes. And, you know, the enemy means to cause anxiety and stress about this uh, coronavirus. But what happens is there are people, they're, they're, they are sensitized to things that are unusual. It's not like an everyday occurrence. They're, they're having to face things in a different way. So in a very real sense, they're listening and watching to, to hear and see the news and uh, when my listening and friend, the worst. Th- yeah, that's right. But then when you come along, and I'm, maybe I'm going to have uh, Susan pray into this as well. But when you come along with God inside of you, then uh, they may be expecting the worst, but they hear the best. So would you pray over the listeners here that have levels of anxiety themselves, but they know Jesus themselves, but also I want you to speak empowerment to them and encourage them that <laughs> this is an opportunity that one rarely has when you have people that are watching and listening about things and expecting the worst, and all of a sudden you have a heart cry to share with them the best. you want to pray that into the listeners right now, Susan? Yes, Father God, right now, we just welcome you into our, our lives right now. We wanted to stop everything and put you first. And Father God, we know that you have a perfect plan for each one of us. Help us to tune into that and get past our own personal plan. Right now, there's so many people that are worried and are afraid and, and are suffering. Father, use these opportunities to draw them to you because you yes. are our peace. Only you can give us peace. Only you. And Father God, you're the one that has the answers, and you can cover us with your wings and keep us away from the terror of the world and the pestilence because we are your children, and you have a perfect plan for each one of us. Help us to tune into that and trust you as you are our Father. You are our creator. You are the one that has made a plan for us. We can't make our own plan. And we lay everything that we're worried about right now at your feet. We're going to carry those bottles and those bags of dead bones that we're dragging around in our life. We're going to set them down at your feet at the throne. And we're going to give them to you. And the next time the enemy tries to bring that subject up, we're going to remind him that it belongs to you now. We've given it up. It's not ours. And that does not have any control over us anymore. Right now, Father God, free people. Free them. In the name of Jesus, 
bring them to a deeper understanding of who you really are and what your real purpose is. We lay all this at your feet, and we thank you in faith. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, one of the things that happens, too, is once a person receives this prayer and they believe it in their heart of hearts, they go, okay, well, that's, that's good, and they can kind of go on about their own life. Do you have any words to encourage them to get embedded with other believers? Uh, and oh, yeah. I mean, speak, that's speak to that, that's would always you? kind of bothered me that people go and they do a, re- a ritual, and they think, well, I'm good, I went to church today and I did this, and they go right back to their old lifestyle. But that's not how God is. God wants a relationship. And when you have a relationship, that's daily. That's something you spend quiet time with him each day, and you ask him for his direction, not your own direction. And we ask right now that the people that are listening would get past themselves, lay all their worries down, lay all their own plans down, and be available to why you have them here. And we give you glory. That's why we're here. We're supposed to glorify you, not ourselves. In the name of Jesus. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> and all the radio listeners <laughs> joined with Kaz and said, Amen. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you had mentioned you're still in the sling and you're, gonna, you're in the process of seeing doctors and things like that. you mind if the, uh, you know, turn the tables on you and all the KPRZ believers right now, you mind if we Absolutely. all get but together? Let me share this with you. I got to pray for the surgeon. Which his assistant <laughs> told me later she's been trying to witness to him for years, and he doesn't receive it. He let me lay hands on him <laughs> and pray for him. And while I was talking, while I was praying, the Lord had me tell him, I said, you know, God is really appreciating of your gifts, but he's dying to hear your voice. He wants to know you one-on-one. And he stopped everything he was doing and turned around and looked at me and said, thank you. And then during the surgery, I got to pray for one of his nurses. So God used it. Yes, 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 yes. Well, he may have just used that to get you into the doctors and the the doctors and the nurses' presence. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean, divine appointment. (laughs) Lord Jesus, our KPRZ believers and I, we join together and pray over Susan Ringo and her heart cried to bring your gospel to the down and outers and even some of the up in the inners as well, uh, that uh, they can see her life and lifestyle. Part of her ministry is not only speaking the word, but living it as well. So we ask your blessings upon her, but also your healing power upon her. This is, gets to be just another yes, testimony of your intervention into her life and your healing power upon her that she can use and this. another as, testimony. As another <laughs> testimony. I love it. I love it. You know, in, in, in the next segments, we're bringing on some of the women uh, from Aglo San Diego. And during the, the breaks, they're going, this is a remarkable woman. So you may hear from one or two of those uh, at, at a later date because they were really impressed by God's Holy Spirit in and through you. So, so, so well, but you know what? They should be impressed by God. <laughs> he's the one that's in me. Exactly. It's not me at all. Exactly. I mean, I used to get tied up in pride before I first got saved because I'd been a failure my childhood. And I was all prideful about all the things I was accomplishing. And then God stopped me one day and he goes, Susan, where were you when I created heaven and earth? And I go, I was, I was the apple of your eye. And he goes, I didn't need you to create heaven and earth for me. <laughs> I allow you to participate in ministry. Yes. I don't need you to do anything. That's, good. that's when he taught me pride goes before the fall. So every time I let f- pride slip into my life, 
I'm looking for the nearest ditch because that's where I'm headed. <laughs> Words of wisdom, Susan. I tell you, Susan Ringo, we bless you, and uh, I, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, I, I, I thank, thank you for having me. I, I thank the Lord for putting me on uh, the trolley that I thought I missed the missed the boat, but I found and the if right. If I hadn't hurt my arm, I would have missed you. <laughs> See, that's a, a God thing. So, my listening friend, I want uh, I want to thank uh, you for listening to the show, but also I want to thank Susan. Ringo, for joining us and being an inspiration. Susan, God bless you, and trusting God for not only healing upon you, but to... Let me say something really sure, quick. absolutely. I want all the listeners that are listening right now, I want you to realize how important you are to God. You're not just a thing. You're not just a person. You're not just something that he's dealing with. You are important to him, and he has a special purpose for you. Ask God to show you. Ask God to bring you to a deeper place with him that it's not just something that you do on Sunday, but it becomes the relationship you live every day. Yes, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Susan Ringo, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your parting thank word you there. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, and we're going to... God bless you. M- maybe I'll see you on a trolley again soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. God bless. God bless you, Susan Ringo. My listening friend, I, well, I hope that was uh, uplifting, uplifting to you because it certainly was uplifting to me and, and the other people that are in the studio listening to this interview as well. Susan Ringo is a remarkable lady, but there's no reason why you can't be that remarkable lady or guy as well. And uh, she has a great zeal for the Lord, and God wants to stir up that zeal in you and I as well. And uh, we're in a time right now where he's going to be calling on us to be able to use us in magnificent ways. Don't be, don't be anxious about that because he's not going to give you anything that you can't handle, but he's also going to make you grow in the midst of this and uh, cause other people to be impacted. In the following segments through the uh, 7 o'clock uh, hour, we're going to be talking with the Aglow some of the GLOW leadership here in, in GLOW San Diego. And you're going to be amazed. We're talking about powerful women uh, in the body of Christ here in San Diego. You met one, and no kidding did you meet one, S- Susan Ringo. But we've got more coming up when I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And thank you for rejoining as we uh, have uh, the entire remainder of this two-hour period that ends at the top of 7 o'clock to uh, chat with some dear sweet friends, uh, the Aglow San Diego leadership and... uh, I love a glow. I love a glow. And we've got a couple of the leaders here with me in the studio, and we're going to have a phone call from another wild one as well and later on in the show. You're going, to, you're going to love this because these are women that have the zeal of God, and God's put them in different places, unique places, to change hearts and minds. I want to introduce you to my worship partner over from decades, actually, and she's also the VP of uh, special events and things like that in Aglow, San Diego. Beth Nichols. Hello, yeah. Beth. Hello, Kaz <clears throat> Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> we spend a lot of time. She's a keyboard, ch- keyboard. She's got the voice of an angel, and uh, she's remarkable, and she lets me play harmonica and sing along every once in a while. And we've got a little number of people that join with us as well. So it ha- I can t- can't tell you how much fun it's we been. We love this. 
We love our times together, praising the Lord. We do indeed. And one of the things I like about Beth is she'll say, okay, here's where we're going to go on this. And I go, "Mm, yeah, we'll see. She she has the first words of a scripted song, and then who knows where. It goes into the third heaven very quickly. (laughs) And so I love that about you, Beth. And, you know, I like to tag along with those things as well. But one of the things that uh, you have been involved with for many years is Aglow and Aglow San Diego. So give a brief overview of that, and then we're going to bring in our other studio mate. Yes, I became part of Aglow in the 1980, actually, in Tyler, Texas. And then when I came to San Diego, I said, i got to be a part of Aglow yes, here, yeah. too. Well, and because and the Glow is a, a magnetic ministry. I mean, I, I mean that seriously. I'm, I've been invited, as, as you know, a number of times to lead worship with you, but also um, I've been invited to do a little bit of teaching periodically as well. One of the things, and I could just tell you, that you and you know this, but you can elaborate a little bit further, the, the women at Glow are unique. They're magnetic. And they, you, you know, when you say you're going to do something, they go, haven't you started yet? <laughs> <laughs> so what's your sense? And then we're going to have you introduce our other studio guest. Well, we're just so grateful to have this opportunity to share with you about and our, your radio audience about a glow. Yes. We have a powerful team in this area that have done great intercession over the city yes. of San Diego and the county. Yes, and a lot of times the Aglow people feel like they're behind the scenes, but more and more God is saying, you're not behind the scenes only. It's time to get you out and, and in the thick of things. And we're going to talk about that and, and the person that shares that vision with you. And uh, why don't you introduce uh, the newly uh, introduce, introduce the newly uh, installed. In, thank you. I knew there was a word in there, and it, <laughs> uh, my brain was stalling. And Our was, newly installed <laughs> president and of San do, Diego. And that person's name is? Doris Corey. Hey, Doris. We, how you doing? You love Doris. I, I'm Hi, great. This is. I'm so happy to be here. I so appreciate Kaz um, inviting us to come and share about a glow. I have been involved with a glow since 1974, which is a long, 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 long time, and I love the ministry. Um, and so thankful that um, I have the opportunity to be the new uh, area president um, that oversees uh, San Diego County. Yes. And, um, and Trini Nichols was the president before. Yeah. And I know you guys have been buds because every time, sometimes when she comes to different functions, I see you and she together. So I know you're buddies as well. Yes. She's been my partner in crime for a <laughs> long time. And um, I just can't imagine her not being... Um, not being right here with I know. me. Well, all she's the time. listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there, you know, so the vision for a glow. God has matured over the years. Yes. And and I am really sensing, especially when I heard what some of the the calling was based on different prophetic words into San Diego and things like that. You guys have really taken hold of that. Would you like to extrapolate on that just a little bit, and then we'll dive into it? Okay. One of the things that has become. Um, um, the number one focus for us is the presence of the Lord. Yes. And um, uh, we love to be in his presence. We love to uh, live in his presence and take his presence everywhere that we go. And um, also to take the gospel with us. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the kingdom of God. That is the commission. And uh, so we are excited to, um, to be doing that. Yes. And... Yeah, at one time you were called Women of Glow. I think that name has changed to like a Glow San Diego and other variations of that as well. Yeah, now we're fellowships. 
Uh-huh. And so now we also have men that are invited to be a part of it, too. They're called the men of Ishakar. And mm-hmm. so um, it's it's wonderful to have the men and the women um, taking the gospel together. It is. And, you know, walking in unity together. Yes. One of the things that is remarkable, I find, is, you know, you go into a church environment, and these are all people that are of the, the same denomination, basically. When you <laughs> when you go into an aglo meeting, these are women from about every denomination that you can imagine, and when you have them blended together, you know you've got power multiplied. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's God's opportunity to bring us into unity, and so I love that about aglo. Um, all of the different denominations coming together, and then as we come, we worship Him. Um, it just is uh, expands your your uh, understanding of his love for his people. Yes, and there, one of the things about a glow, you 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 have open doors. Basically, anybody that wants to come in and participate can. And Beth, I know you you're you're a real proponent of the things that are going on in the glow, and you've done a lot of inviting of people as well. So, what is the I don't I don't know a better word, but the demographic. What is the demographic of a glow? Uh, I know there's different age groups and everything and different denominations. Want to uh, speak to that a little bit? Yes, we have uh, many denominations that come in, and uh, it's it's been a, a glorious thing because we become one in the Spirit, one in the Lord. Yes. And we don't have those dividing lines. <laughs> no, you don't. That we have in church. And, and uh, that's one of the things that drew me to a glow, actually. Because uh, um, in the early days, there wasn't an opportunity to minister by the Spirit yes. in churches. It was kind of a closed door. And uh, a glow opened that door to Holy Spirit. Yes. And for the hunger of many people, where they were so hungry for Holy Spirit. And I think a glow helped define the term women in ministry in many ways. Because, I, I mean, I, a lot of... Women, there are just absolute powerhouses, and I've got two of them in the studio with me right now. But uh, there's a level of boldness. You know, the, the the rules are a little bit different in a glow environment rather than these, you know, a, a church, here are the church rules and things like that. I've When when I come to the glow meetings, there's a, there's a real heart of sharing one with another, and there's a real freedom to be able to communicate. You want to speak to that just, just a little bit, Doris? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you meant. Well, just the freedom, you know, you you do things, you introduce people, you're very loving, and, oh, and it's, yes. it's not a church, that, un, quote, unquote, it, it goes into the heart instantly. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, it is that. Um, yeah. One of the things, I, I every time I go there, you ha- you have different baskets that you want to give out, and you have people drawing their, their name, and, oh, you know, and... Um, some, a time or two, actually, I got my name drawn, and I had to figure out how, what to do with bath soap. Oh! <laughs> I mean, please. <laughs> Don't they have shower soap? <laughs> Amen. Well, one of the things we want to do is we want everyone to feel welcome and loved. And that's what people respond to is the love of God, right? And so we do love to um, have uh, have drawings and uh, give out prizes to people. But... Um, also to let them know that um, that we just love them. Yes, yes. And from that springboard, people, you know, I, I'm seeing people when I was there, I, I, some of the different conferences and things like that I've been observing, there, when, when Holy Spirit hits these people, there's a, an increased willingness to actually share those things. And a, li- a lot of women have never 
felt comfortable in other environments to be able to do that. So basically, in one way, uh, the Aglow San Diego opens the door, and all of a sudden they realize they've got a calling. They do. They do. I mean, when they come and they, uh, seems like a lot of them come in, they're broken, right? Their hearts are broken. But as the Lord ministers to them and, and uh, heals their brokenness in their hearts, then they are uh, ready to be involved. They, they, the Lord just raises them up to want to be a part of the ministry. And Aglow is a wonderful training place. Yes. We're going to talk more about these things because we're on a break right now uh, coming coming up. So we're going to talk more about that, but we're also going to talk a little bit about to other people that may want to get involved in this. And we'll talk talk to them a little bit as well. So my listening friend, you just we just scratched the surface of a glow San Diego. Uh, stay with us as Doris and Beth and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. And hey, my friends, it's our commission to tell the world, but also to tell San Diego. And great theme that we're talking about during this two-hour show. It's the powerful women in San Diego County. Uh, there's a lot of them we had in our first few segments a lady that did, actually does street evangelism, a r- remarkable lady, and we talked a little bit about her. Um, and she goes out and she just does hits it on the streets. And so now we are coming to talk to the Aglow people, Aglow San Diego and beyond. And Carol, uh, we have uh, Doris Corey with us, who is the president, the brand new, in, newly installed president, three months or so, I think. Isn't that right, Doris? Yes. <laughs> and my dear sweet friend for many years, Beth Nichols, who is the VP of events, and uh, but she does so many other things anyway. Isn't that right, Beth? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking during the break about the width and breadth of a glow, not only in San Diego, but uh, in the state, in the nation, and even in the world. Carol, I mean, I mean Doris, would you just expand on that a little bit further? Yes. A glow is in 170 nations, and we are about 1,600 strong in the United States, taking the gospel to the world. And a lot of um, some of the ladies that are going for, forth from international are transformational ministry, and so they go into the countries and they teach them uh, the women how to sew, so that they um, show them different ways that they can make money, so that they don't. Get, so they don't have to be in sex trafficking or um, um, different things that the enemy would want to draw these women into. So it's really exciting to see what God's doing through a glow. Yes. And over the last, um, this last maybe five years, the vision statement of a glow has changed somewhat. And it has been to propel the kingdom forward through the elevation of the knowledge of God. It's an apostolic ministry to bring the kingdom of God to earth. We are a people who carry the presence of God wherever we go, shifting the atmosphere. We are a pioneering movement mobilized by God 
with an assignment to deliver and prepare people for the end times. We are warriors and champions who are arising as game changers, who are changing our game so others can be changed into the image of Jesus Christ. Yes. We are beloved, trusted by God, and highly favored. <laughs> we are a highly competent, powerful army who march with intention, intentionality, passion, and perseverance. Yes. That, that's so, so true, Doris. <clears throat> and Beth, during the break, we were talking a little bit about some of the activities that uh, Aglow gets involved in, and you talked about the, the prayer component and how you know you, you can be involved in a prayer, not only local prayer, but also dealing with the state, the nation, the world. And, and you, you, would you expand a little bit further on that, Beth Nichols? Uh, yes, we have a, a 5 o'clock a.m. prayer group that, that's been meeting for, I don't know, three or four years yes. now. Every, fi- every morning at 5 o'clock, they take the womb of the morning and bring and shake wickedness out of the earth. <laughs> I love it. So we are a praying, uh, praying group of women who take authority, who pray for the nation, who pray for the president, who pray uh, into government, uh, government agencies and um, just to bring the kingdom of God to earth through prayer. Yes. Um, and we have... Um, Carolyn Sudi, who's going to be our speaker in in May, uh, May 29th through the 30th. Uh, we've got a new date for our uh, our uh, advance just because of the, the, the coronavirus. Yes, but she is the prayer, uh, not the prayer, but she is our regional director for California and Hawaii too. Didn't and I Hawaii, understand that? yes, <laughs> and Hawaii. Yes, 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 and there there have been you know one of the things I appreciate about you guys your 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 ears to the to the heart of God and and when you get a message from Him you you stir the troops basically and we're going to talk a little bit about that in upcoming segments about what that is beginning to look like because uh, as I understand it uh, Doris you guys have been actually given a word or a directive and you're moving forward in it with great power we'll talk a little bit about in that in the next segments. My listening friend, here's one of the things that I can have you do to find out more about this local Aglow San Diego. You can just simply put Aglow International and that will get you into the different areas and then you can get connected with the different people in San Diego County. How many Aglows in San Diego County are, are there, Doris? Okay, right now there's four. Yes. Do you want to know where they are? Yes. Okay, there's one in Fallbrook, one in El Cajon, one in Oceanside, and... Um, North County. In, in North, North County, County, San Marcos. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the wonderful group of women. And as you walk through the doors, you will be loved, just big time loved. <clears throat> and uh, one of the things I found out about these aglow ladies, there, it's not, they're not, you may think they're timid, but once they get going, look out. You know, I want to have these guys in the foxhole with me. I'll tell you what, because they really uh, know how to, get down and, and pray pray stuff, pray stuff through. And one of the things I think the Lord is talking to all of us, and we'll talk about this, about the glow as well uh, in this, Doris and, and, and Beth, is God is ta- desiring us to go from our present status of just kind of being a participant to being more vocal about this and allowing God to actually use them 
us specifically in what our calling is. And, and, you know, Beth, you have multiple callings. One of them is music and singing and things like that. God is expanding that in many, many ways, too. And uh, Doris, all of a sudden now here you are, the president of Glow San Diego, and you are going to be driving, if you will, uh, many of the uh, uh, desires of God into into these women. You're going to be uh, giving them... She's amazing. She's amazing. She is amazing. She's amazing. She is amazing. So uh, we've got a little bit more time in this segment. Why don't we talk a little bit about what an environment looks like in the, in in a, in the Aglo San Diego when one a person comes into a meeting? What can one ex- expect? What can one expect? They can expect to be loved and accepted. They can expect to hear the word of the Lord. Yes. They can expect. That when the worship begins, that they're going to enter into the presence of the Lord. There's no question about that. And I, Beth, I've seen you on the keyboard with these women, and you're not timid on the keyboard. No. You know, it's like, and so Beth will go. She'll be be playing the keyboard with who knows what chord progression. Who knows? Maybe they haven't even been invented yet. But she's there, and she's just she's singing. Just you can just tell the presence of God is there. And Beth will go. What has God told you? And I'm, you know, if you're sitting in a meeting with her, you have to be prepared that God's going to use Beth to call you, call you out. And all of a sudden, you realize uh, that the meeting is almost over, and because Holy Spirit has taken control, and all of a sudden, different people that you would maybe never hear from have already declared amazing things. And I think that's what God wants to do in this earth. And I think He's going to be using people in Aglow, San Diego, to help inspire that any any thoughts either of you on what i just said beth yes i i believe that god (laughs) wants us to decree um and proclaim and allow the holy spirit to use anybody in the body of christ that comes in yeah to do those things now yeah go ahead and um i've seen the holy spirit just um anoint people that aren't used to doing things Exactly. Do you think, uh, uh, Doris, that the message is changing a little bit? That we found it safe just to kind of hide out in the pews. Absolutely. And so right now God is saying it's time to get out there. And you know what? The time that you've spent with many of the uh, Glow San Diego women, they've got the stuff embedded, and sometimes it takes a little bit of, you know, maybe a Doris Corey nudging to get them to sp- spill it. Absolutely. That's right. You know what the Lord, he will give you a big vision because he knows you can't do it in yourself. You cannot do it in yourself. So he's saying, all right, I want you to turn. I want you to face your fears. I want you to know that I'm calling you to do something, and I'm going to be right there with you, Mm. and I'm going to walk you all the way through it. So just keep your eyes on me. And uh, don't look to yourself. Don't look to others. But keep your eyes on me and know that I'm going to lead you, and I'm going to show you the way to go. I love it. You know, there's been proclamations over San Diego that carry that theme. We're going to talk more about that in the next segment as well, in future segments. <laughs> We're also going to bring one of your favorites and mine as well. Her name is Nancy Dennis, and she is overseeing one of the aglows here in San Diego County. But talk about powerhouse. You're going to, you're going to hear her. <laughs> you're going to hear her, her, her insights as well. And she's one of those ones where God just whispers in her ear, and she goes, ha. How far? How high? How long? Let me let me just go. Let me go. Let, let me, me at him. <laughs> That's so, Nancy. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about God's calling for San Diego and the women of San Diego when we come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And we are back indeed with Come Together San Diego and with some of the mighty women in San Diego. You know, back in David's day, he had those people that were in the cave of Adullam and they became God's mighty men, David's mighty men. Well, in San Diego, I think maybe the cave of Adullam is kind of like a glow San Diego and all these different people are planted there and all of a sudden God has stirred these to be mighty women and so <laughs> I've got two of those mighty women with me in the studio. Oh, no, but not just the two of them. We have one more on the phone. We've got uh, with us in the studio Doris Corey. She's the new president of Aglo San Diego and the VP of events and dear longtime friend Beth Nichols. But we're also excited to introduce a woman to you who I've known her for quite some time, so I can tease around with her a little bit. But in my mind, she's really the embodiment of what energy and ability really is in, 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 in the Lord. I say she puts the hum into humor and humility. And <laughs> she's my friend. Nancy Dennis, how you doing? Hi, Cass. Hi, Doris. Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, uh, we, I've known Nancy for many years, and she always is one of those you know, if God whispers something in her ear, she goes, yep, let's just do this thing. So I know the Lord just has a smile on his face. Anytime Nancy Dennis comes to the microphone or she goes up, and if God gives, there's a song that Beth or one of the other worship leaders is playing, she's not she's not shy. She'll take a tambourine and she'll enter in, and all of a sudden, she's they put them together, these three, and there's a magnet going on, and other people just engage in that. So what what do you sense, uh, Nancy Dennis, what's going on in the earth, and what do you think he's calling you and uh, Aglo San Diego to do about it? Wow, that's a big uh And you, 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 have, four, you have four seconds. <laughs> that's a big question. Well, I'm, I'm kind of a newbie to Aglo. I've only been with them for 30 years compared to, <laughs> compared to Doris and, and Beth, so I'm, I'm still new at this, but I know when I first came into a glow, um, I, I felt intimidated and afraid and just kind of hung in the background and was very content to, to work in hospitality and cleanup after the meeting at, with our food and whatever. That was fine for me, but the Lord quickly promoted me about 12 years ago, quickly promoted me from treasurer to president of um, North County Aglow, which I had no aspirations to go into leadership, but when the Lord is is calling you, you want to be obedient, yes. and and you, you know you're never really going to be happy until you're walking in what you're called to do. Yes, would you and say that so, again? Because what you that that is <laughs> words of wisdom. You're never going to be happy until you. You're never really, yeah. <laughs> you're never really going to be happy living your life. Um, unless you're unless you're walking in your calling, Ooh. and I I do believe that's where my joy and peace has come from is walking in my calling. Um, you know that the Lord is is there with you and helping you, so you're not out there by yourself. Um, he gives a, he tells us all the time, you know, what to do next. Yes. 
So we have our um, monthly meetings up in San Marcos, um, and we we moved around a lot. We were in Poway, we were in Rancho Bernardo, um, various places, Escondido, and now we're in San Marcos. Um, but we go where the where the cloud goes. <laughs> yes, you do. Where the fire where the fire takes us. Um, we have some wonderful leaders, as you know, with, with Doris and the area team, yes. wonderful leaders, lots of passion. And, uh, this gets, um, transferred to the, to the presidents of the local lighthouses. Yes. So I'm, I, I'm really picking up the new passion and where Dor- where Doris is taking us and where Holy Spirit is leading us. And I, I've really sensed a, a new leading and a, a new refreshing uh, movement um, happening this year, as all the prophets have been proclaiming about the 2020 and and the new decade we've entered into. I feel that happening now in our meetings, just January, February, and March. Our meetings to, went to another level. I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to ask you to help define yeah. that as as well as Doris and Beth. Beth wrote down some some uh, decrees that really tie into this. Beth, why don't you read some of these decrees? Here's the thing, my friend. You can just tell from the news, you can just tell from what's going on in the earth these days that it's no more time to be complacent. And I th- I think yeah, uh, Nancy yeah. said this very well, that, it, mm-hmm. that is, it's time to not only discover your calling, but also move into it with great zeal because God needs our obedience to do his will in this earth. So, Beth, why don't you read some of these decrees? A lot of this happened when uh, some people came to San Diego and ministered here, a man named Dutch Sheets and another well-known prophet on an international stage, a man named Chuck Pierce and others as well. But there is a theme that is breaking forth in San Diego and other areas as well. Why don't you, why don't you talk just briefly about that? You have some decrees you wanted to, to read, and then maybe we can have Doris and you, Nancy, and Beth talk about this from your own individual perspectives. So, Beth? Um, well, Carolyn, our um, regional director, she gave us these decrees, but Dutch and um, Chuck talked about this when they came to San Diego not I long think ago. you did a program on that yes, last I, week, yes. right? A time to plow. Yes. Um, so they were saying that California is very important to our nation, and um, there are two routes running through Cal- California. There's a glory route and an evil route, and we just decree tonight with uh, your radio audience yes. that this evil route is broken in California. And yeah. we declare yeah. that the King of Glory is invited yeah. in to California. We declare that the harvest is now. And we yeah. declare yeah. Yeah. Holy Spirit to come and hover over us. Yes, yes, yes. That all chaos, all plagues. And all coronaviruses. <laughs> must go. Must go. In the name and the powerful name of Jesus, our King. Yes, now, uh, this, is, this is something, my friend, you need to pay close attention to. God is kind of changing the nuances of your faith a little bit, and not in a negative way, but it's basically for many years 
believers have just, you know, felt comfortable just intaking stuff, just taking stuff and studying it and things like that without really the inclination to take it and speak life into it and everything that they're doing. So one of the things that I think is changing in these days is, you know, we a lot of us have been around for a while. We've got the goods inside, but God's saying, I want you to proclaim it outward in the same creative uh, spirit that actually voiced uh, life into existence and the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the earth, and the animals, mm-hmm. and, and human beings, and things like that. That same creative voice dwells in you and will also quicken your mortal body. So let's talk a little bit about this. And, you know, I'm, because you you just called in, I'm going to let you take first first uh, uh, shot at this, Nancy, because I know that you live this. And when when Nancy gets a word, she goes, okay, here I go. And so this is something I know that you're moving in, mm-hmm. you're, you're declaring things. <clears throat> the, the, the word, the value of declaring something is actually taking the stuff that's been planted inside of you and actually proclaiming it into being. Talk a little bit about that, and I'm going to get the other ladies to give their input as well. Nancy Dennis. Yes. Well, in February at our meeting, um, the Lord dropped the word freedom uh, um, into my brain, and I just kept hearing freedom, 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 and my pastor who was leading worship um, actually picked up on that I had a word before I knew that I had it, <laughs> and he, he, you know, he's saying, Nancy, come up here, you have a word, and I'm going, I do, and <laughs> I, as soon as I was in the back of the room worshiping, and when I went up to the front, I said, well, I just keep hearing the word freedom. Okay, and then pa- the, pause and for then just the, a second. I have to take a break. Okay. But we, we set the stage. We whet the people's appetite. So, right. so, so Nancy was given a word, freedom. And ladies and gentlemen, stay with us because we're going to find out what God did through her and the other aglow mm-hmm. San Diego women when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we are talking about God's mighty women in San Diego County and beyond. And we are talking with the Aglow San Diego ladies, some of some of the leadership here. And we left you hanging. I apologize about that. Uh, Nancy Dennis was telling a story about God's calling through her and moving forward into these things. And God gave her the, uh, the, uh, the word freedom, but she didn't know what to do with it. The pastor called on her to come up, and all of a sudden she was required to deliver something that God had given uh-huh. her or was giving her. And I left you hanging there, and now we are going to return uh-huh. to Nancy Dennis on the in the front of the whole group of uh, believers, and God's whispering in her ear. And Nancy Dennis, what happened? Yes, so the Lord's giving me the word, and I'm speaking it. I'm hearing it, and I'm speaking it as I hear it. And he just he talks to me about freedom and what that means, that we don't even really know what that means. But he's going to show us um, who we really are in Christ. And, and, w- and as we're walking that out, we will experience freedom like we never have experienced it before. And... Um, and then in in March, our March meeting that we just had last Saturday, uh, the Lord expanded on that word freedom. And this the part of um, Chuck Pierce's 
uh, talk that he told he talked to San Diego in um, in November. That's what we're talking about. Um, I was looking at the notes, and this part about freedom just really jumped out at me. That Chuck Pierce said, "This is an era where our freedom is the result of our speech response." Wow, speech so response. The, in other in speech other words, response. Right, yes. what we say out of our mouths. And so the whole thing, what he was teaching us is that we hear from the Lord, and we speak what we hear, and then he agrees with us, and then he creates it. So we're, we actually are allowing the Lord to create by what we agree with and what we speak, and that could be either negative or positive. So we're definitely choosing to speak that the glory route is going to take over California. Yes, yes. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, mouth speaks. And one of the things I think that we need to really realize is God put us here for a reason. It's not just to be, uh, you know, wallpaper. He's put us here to actually impact walls, knock them down sometimes. Yes, yes. <laughs> And and so the whole idea about freedom is uh, invaluable, but but the the equation goes far deeper than that. Freedom is kind of the result of obedience. When you obey yeah. Him, then all of a sudden that yeah. freedom is there. And I know uh, Beth and Doris. Uh, Doris uh, is the president uh, of San Diego Aglow, and uh, Beth Nichols is the the event manager and other things as well, and one of the key worship leaders as well. When you listen to some of these, what do you call it, declarations into the the church in San Diego County, what did you take away from it as it relates to Aglow San Diego, Doris? That God is calling us into greater freedom and for us to um, be, that we need to, uh, even as Nancy said, we are proclaiming it out and then walking in it. That's right. And having the confidence that they're not, and you don't have to worry about it. it's not. It's not prideful me. It's I'm just being obedient to what God is saying, and He's saying, "Come on, I, you're my vessel on, on the earth. It's an, uh, you you are obligated to do this. A lot of things are shaken free when you proclaim God's word to people. That that is that is the creative power that God has given us. It's it's almost uh, I don't know, words can't even express it. <laughs> So I was having trouble, so I thought I'd hand it over to you, Dora. <laughs> well, let me just say, I really, some of the audience may not know what a prophetic word is, but a prophetic word is a word that the Lord drops into your heart or into your mind and you speak it out, and that word then becomes an assignment that releases God's creative power to do what no other thing could could possibly cause it to happen. And so without that creative power, then the things that he wants to do cannot happen. That's right. And, you know, we, we sit around and we go, God, would you do these things? Would you do these things? And God's saying, are you kidding me? I've given you the power. Yes. Behold, I give yes. you mm-hmm. the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And so it's almost, words can't even explain the responsibility but the joy we have in actually hearing that and speaking it out it's there's there's a lot of power that god wants to give through us and as we have you know have our heart right and it's not a prideful thing then he can actually breathe into it beth i know you had some nuances of this as well well um when we declare god's word 
Uh, I've known many people who declare the word of God over and over about a healing, for instance, and they get healed Mm -hmm. because God's word is creative. It's powerful. And when we speak it forth from our mouth, I think this month is the month of pay. Yes. The mouth. This is the decade. The decade. Of P-E-Y, which is a Hebrew word. P-E-Y. P-E-Y. And God's word is creative and... um, so we just need to make sure we're speaking forth truth. Yes. Because truth is powerful. Yes. God's word itself. So when we speak it from our mouth, we can say it or we can hold it inside. It's not going to be a sword if we don't speak it forth from our lips. That's right. That's right. Speak it. God's given us the two-edged sword. And it's our ob- obligation really to speak it to speak it out and not just let it kind of die on the vine it has a purpose and we need to voice it so that purpose can be realized nancy i know you have some other insights as well nancy what are your thoughts on this um well at least the past decade um a glow has been uh taught by some great teachers and you are one of them kaz and that has have taught us um and and basically what you've been teaching us is who we are in Christ. And we've been told as a glow, we're, we're game changers, we're world changers, we're forerunners, we're kingdom bringers, we're this, we're that. And, and we learn to pray as priests, not as beggars. We're not beggars, but we're priests unto God. And, but now the Lord says, now come up here and and walk in your kingly anointing, because not only do we have a priestly anointing, we are kings too. And for women, that's a little bit, a little bit hard to grasp. It is, but, but we, the poor guys have to figure out to what it looks it. like to be the bride of Christ. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, we'll we'll, like? we'll we'll deal with that <laughs> together. <laughs> but that's right. But you, we do have the kingly anointing, and women do too. So what do you do with it, Nancy? Right. Tell us. Right. Well, well, what what we're learning to do is hear from the king and decree and speak what he's saying, so that we are we are in that way um, walking in our function as kings, because yeah. kings decree from the heavenlies instead of priests um, praying from the earth up. That's good. Uh, kings de- decree from the heavenlies downward. And so we're actually up there in the heavenly places with the Lord, and we're decreeing uh, what we hear him telling us. Yes, yes. And so we, we get to participate in seeing these changes actually happen, and which is tremendously exciting. Yeah, and it changes the rules, too, a little bit. You know, we're used to doing things a certain way, and he goes, okay, you got that, but now it's time to right. apply that. Beth? Well, it says, decree a thing and it shall be established. Oh, I like it. In, um, I think it's Job twenty two twenty eight. So we, that's, that's an amazing scripture, isn't it? It is. That we have that power. And I and think. Once we know it's God's word. Yes. We can decree his word. It's not our word. It's his word. Yes. But don't you think one of the things that people have a tendency to go, go to say is, 
Oh, that, uh, who am I to be able to say those things? Who am I to be able to proclaim those things? Right. And, and so we have to get past that because God made right. us to be the proclaimers of these things, not just recipients, but also proclaimers. Uh, what's your thought on that, Doris? Okay, well, he's called us to be co-laborers. That's he's good. He's called us to be, and he, we are his inheritance. And so and we co-heirs. are... Co-heirs. Right? Co-heirs. Yes, right. co-heirs. Amen. And so when we are doing that, then that's what brings him glory. That's right. We're going to talk more about this in the last segment. We're, we've talked a little bit about it, but now we're going to proclaim this and decree this into you, my listening friend. And I, I've got three major warriors here to help me with that declaration. So uh, gear up because you're going to have God's power decreed over you and the ability to actually speak forth God's word, expecting it to come so true because you're speaking the heart cry of God. So don't go too far from the broadcast because we're going to be decreeing that into you and you're going to be amazed if you just take that step of obedient to apply it in your life. You're going to be amazed on how that impacts you and everybody around you when Nancy Dennis, Beth Nichols, and Doris Corey and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we are talking about the mighty women of San Diego County and what God is doing to them and through them and how he is using uh, ladies uh, to actually maybe step out and actually uh, do the bidding of the Lord in ways that maybe they haven't felt comfortable doing before, but there's a whole lot of authority waiting to be applied through women in San Diego County. So we're talking a little bit about that. And I've got uh, Doris Corey, who's the new president of Aglow San Diego and VP of events, Beth Nichols, and also one of the Aglow uh, leaders in San Diego County. And I, uh, San Marcos, as I, as I recall, Nancy Dennis, is that right, Nancy? Yes, San Marcus. Okay. Well, so what I'm going to do first, just so that you know, this is the last segment, so we've got 10 minutes or so in this segment. I'm going to have each one of you clean up anything that you wanted to share about uh, Aglow San Diego and maybe invite people. But the last portion of this, I'm going to go around the horn here, and each one of you, I'm going to have you decree this into the lives of our listeners and see what God does. Okay? So who would like to start... Uh, Oh. <laughs> oh, I see fingers pointing back and forth over here. So, Do- Doris, uh, okay. Corey. So I want to decree that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Very good. And that God has a calling on your life, and that you need to stand up and say, "Yes, Lord, I will do that." Yes, yes, yes. And there are many opportunities in a globe to step up to leadership. So, if any of you out there, you're longing to do something for Jesus, and you don't have a door open. There are Contact doors open. Contact us. There's, there's lots of doors open right now in Aglow. And you can go to Aglow International, and you can actually track down the Aglow San Diego people that way. Uh, a lot of different, and, you know, there may be some things going on in, in other areas of San Diego, too, that are tied to Aglow. And so any loose business uh, that we haven't dealt with here, Nancy, and then we're going to get into serious declarations over our listening friends to actually move in their own calling. So any Finish, unfinished business, Nancy, that you want to do before we do that about a glow? I, you're, you're a yes. lady that is, you know, we talked about the the, the men in the uh, the cave of Adullam during David's day, and they, they became the mighty men. I believe yes. San Diego has mighty women. 
Well, I just want to remove the intimidation factor if someone's listening has never been to an Aglo meeting, but it sounds interesting, um, uh, that they're not not to be concerned that they won't understand what's going on, because um, hopefully the Lord makes our places a safe place to practice our giftings. So everybody is welcome and everybody will gain from the presence of the Lord in the meetings. Um, and then uh, the longer you, you come, the more you'll, you'll feel more comfortable in participating yourself. Yes. And, but, but we always want you to feel safe, and it's a place to practice. None of us have it, have it all, uh, you know what I all mean? All by themselves. Not, exactly, and the, that's the value of this is women aglow, not a woman aglow. A glow, a glow right. San Diego, it's, it's the whole, all of San Diego is a glow with what God is giving us. And one of the things I found out about you guys, you, you're willing to share with one another. There's not, I don't think there's any, I haven't seen any pride issues in a glow San Diego at all. Everybody's willing to, you know, defer one to another, and it becomes pretty mighty in, in these meetings. And I think God wants to have that be seen in the streets of San Diego and businesses of San Diego as well. Okay, so since since you were the last person to speak on this, Nancy, and because I know that you are up for this, I'm going to have you decree what uh, God's been stirring the aglow ladies into as far as the power of the uh, spoken word and entrusting God to fill your decree with his presence. So would you mind decreeing that into our listening people? And then we're going to go around here, and I'm going to have Doris and Beth do that, uh, whatever is on their heart, for decreeing into our listening friends. Nancy Dennis, would you be so kind? Well, one good way of decreeing and declaring is to read the Word of God and to decree and declare it out loud. So since we're, we seem to be um, concerned, or the, the good part of the world is concerned, and even in dread and fear of the coronavirus, um, you can pretty much decree and declare the whole of Psalm 91 over yourself, over your family, over your um, city, over your state. And just for an example, um, I decree and declare that we shall, we are not afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day. And I decree and declare that we are not afraid of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction and sudden death that may surprise and lay waste at noonday, um, uh, and and so on and so forth. Well, that, so on and that. so forth. You're on a roll there, yeah. young lady. <laughs> You're yeah. on a roll there. So, okay, now that you read that, now I want you to take what you've read, and I want you to put it in Nancy's own words, and I want you to declare and decree that out to our listening friends. Many people long to hear this, and they don't even know what to do about it. But, yeah. uh, but uh, So maybe you can speak to that in your declaration. Continue, Nancy. Well, Lord, I declare that we are growing in our clarity and our revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of you, and we are growing in our boldness to, to speak what we hear you say and do what the Father is saying and telling us to speak and do, as just as Jesus did. Mm. He heard the Father speak, 
and we can do we use that as an example so we hear you speak father and we are bold in speaking out and we uh we trust you for the outcome and we know it'll be good we don't listen to fear any longer uh, hallelujah. we know it li- we know it lies to us so we tell fear to to uh just be the defeated foe that it is Yes. And we uh, we walk in freedom. We walk in freedom of who we are and who the Lord is in us. And we wait in great expectation of what good the Lord is going to bring from all of it. The good, the good that the Lord will bring from even from evil. Yes. And and we thank you, Lord, that you're doing that in the state of California and all across this nation. Because as California goes, so goes the nation, and we declare that this glory route will take hold in California and go throughout the nation. Yes. And we we wait expectantly for this to happen, looking for the signs and the wonders that wow. you're doing this great work in in our country. Yes, yes, yes. Nancy Dennis uh, and the Aglow San Marcos, thank you for that declaration. Uh, Doris, uh, Corey, the new president here at Aglow San Diego, help yourself. Okay, I declare and decree that we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I declare that we have the helmet of salvation, that we are saved by grace and not of works, lest we should boast that he is all our righteousness and that we have on our as our breastplate the, the breastplate of his righteousness and we do cover ourselves with the shield of faith our faith is in yeah. him and so we thank you lord for that shield and we lift it out above all of the things that would be coming against us in the name of jesus and we thank you lord that and declare that we do have the the gospel of peace upon our feet and that everywhere we go we take peace and we declare his peace and we are not afraid to confront things that don't seem peaceful in the name of jesus because we bring his peace very good. And Beth, lay it on us. We declare the justice of God in the earth. We declare that your justice is true and right. And we declare the law of the Lord is perfect. Mm. Converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, enlightening the eyes. We declare that eyes will be enlightened to see you, Jesus, because you are our king. We declare there's no king but Jesus in California and in San Diego. No yeah. king but yes. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are, are you kind of getting a sense, my listening friend, where I have to draw the show to a close? But I want you to practice this declaration. You can practice in the the privacy of your own home. Look at some scriptures, and I want you to, instead of reading them and, take it, and just taking them in, I would like you to decree them out. They're God's words through you, and they have... Great power as a result of that. My listening friend, I want to thank the Aglow San Diego ladies, the lead, some of the leaders of uh, Aglow San Diego, uh, the new president, Doris Corey, and VP for events, Beth Nichols, and the uh, Aglow in San Marcos, uh, Nancy Dennis. My listening friend, I hope this has been an inspiration to you, but don't just hear it. It's time to proclaim it. And uh, I will see you next week with more Come Together San Diego and Aglow ladies. God bless you, and thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.
Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise.